Um, so I'm the CEO and founder of Crowdflower. And actually, um, we're an 80-person startup in the mission. And I started it in the mission because I also live in the mission, like <laughs> the previous speaker mentioned. <laughs> Um, but so we're 80 people, about 80 people in the mission, um, but what we work on is tools to enable our customers to access what we think of as the largest distributed workforce in the world. Um, so I started this company um, because I believed in a massive untapped potential in the two and a half billion people online. And I wanted to help companies unlock that potential by enabling them to confidently delegate tasks that were important them to them to literally every person in the world. I think that's obvious there's a potential efficiency gains here. I think for any particular task that you have, the optimal person to complete that task is probably not an employee in your company. It's probably not even someone that you know. It's probably someone halfway around the world, right? And, and when I say optimal person, I mean the person with the best set of skills to do the task um, competently, and also the person who's available to do it um, at the lowest possible price. And so what we do is help companies literally take things that are important to them and send them to somebody that they've never met. And they'll work for maybe 15 minutes, do something, and send that piece of work back to our customer. Um, we think this is part of a, a general longer-term trend um, that this conference is part of, where companies are moving from longer-term employment to shorter-term employment to contractors. And we think that um, the Crowdflower model is the ultimate extension of this trend. Um, I think a great um, consumer example that's gotten popular recently um, is, is Uber. So I took an Uber to come over here. Um, and it's kind of amazing, right? I mean, Uber gives you um, access to lots of different drivers, but it's with one click, you get the perfect driver who's closest to you, who takes you from um, exactly where you're starting to where you're going. And you have that interaction um, in minutes, and it's completely seamless. And almost always, you get from the place you started um, to the place you're going to with, um, with high confidence. And so what Crowdflare is trying to do is take that great Uber model um, and make it available to, um, to customers for their business tasks. So I'll give you a really concrete example of a typical customer. Um, this is, is Autodesk, and they have um, over a million customer records, and they're in every different language. Um, and so they came to us and they said, you know, we have this problem where we need to categorize all these businesses, but we don't have people that speak um, Korean and Swedish, and, and we need to actually do this research um, to find out what, what our customers are actually doing. Um, and so we, we took Autodesk's database and we connected it um, to our, our five million plus um, global workforce, but we didn't just connect it directly. We actually sent it through our platform, which makes sure that they always get back high quality results. And this is super important to them, right? So when they connect to our platform, they'll send us a single business and we'll find someone that speaks the language um, that, that's necessary to research that business. So a Korean company will get sent to someone in Korean who will categorize that business. And now, if we haven't seen that person before, we might actually get a second person or a third person to check that data um, and, and make sure that the data is accurate before it gets sent back to them. So they, can actually, they actually have an SLA with us where all the results that come back to them have to be above a certain level of quality, because what they're doing is actually directly inputting that result right into their system. So this whole thing happens in a closed loop, um, and no one ever has to actually watch the process. And we're constantly populating jobs um, to people around the world. Um, I really wanted to give you guys a live demo of our system. If you're on your laptop and, and you're ignoring me, um, go to crowdflower.com and, and log in. That's actually the best, um, the best way to understand 
um, what our system does. But this is a real snapshot um, of a user of our platform. So it's not like we um, create these jobs for our customers. We actually let our customers go in and type in exactly what they want. So you create a task, you create your set of instructions, um, and then you can see in real time as people work on this job. Um, so this graph is actually the volume of people um, working on this particular customer's task um, over time. The green is results that we think are good for the customer, and the red um, are results that we don't actually trust um, to give back to the customer. So you can see that this job is, is running pretty well, and they're getting back um, lots and lots of results um, every minute. Um, this is the kind of interface that a customer sees, uh, sorry, that a, a worker sees. So um, when they log in, they'll see um, a task that looks like this. You can also go to um, Crowdflare and log in as a worker and see all the, the tasks that are available to you. Um, and, and they'll go through and they'll do things like categorizing and, and tagging um, and writing content. Um, People always ask, I mean, the question I always get is, and, and I get this always from my customers. I remember, you know, in our first sales calls going out to, to businesses and saying, hey, you know, I want to take some important business process that you have and I want to send it to people that I've never met before. <laughs> and, and they would look at me and say, just like, are you crazy, right? Like, you, how do you know that the, the quality results that come back through your system are going to be good? And so what, what all the people at Crowdflare do all day long is build tools um, to make sure that the quality results that come back for our customers are, are are high. And so one example is we let people create test questions, right? So you can actually build um, kind of gotcha questions that, that people uh, that will insert into jobs. Um, and you can set thresholds for saying people have to actually answer these test questions um, at a certain, a certain level. Um, and then you can actually go through and you can look at your test questions. And typically what you'll find is that you, know, you maybe made one or two test questions that actually you mislabeled. And, and that, that'll show up as a question where lots of people are missing it or lots of people are um, contesting it. Um, we also offer lots of validators and lots of other tools to make sure that our customers get really high quality results. I want to show you um, a couple kind of fun examples of things that people have done with this. So um, one is a, a customer called Delectable, which is actually an app um, that you guys can download right now. And it's for people that are really into wine. And so you take a picture of your um, wine bottle. And now there's lots of um, kind of automated algorithms that will do what they call OCR. I think that's an opti optical character recognition where it takes um, the text and turns it into digital form. But you know, wine bottles are particularly hard, right? Because um, they have all these funny characters and kind of foreign language stuff on it. And so what we do is we just have people type in um, in real time what uh, shows up in that picture of a wine bottle. So actually, if you use this app and you take a picture, um, it'll actually create a job that gets sent to someone somewhere in the world who actually type in um, what's on this wine bottle. And then because they have that in a digital form, they can recommend other wines that you might like. And this all happens in a few minutes. And this is actually literally the interface that somebody um, working on this task sees. Um, we also do a lot of image moderation for folks in the, the, app, the uh, iPhone app store. Um, and we did a deal with Parse that actually got sold to um, to Apple where you can actually just, if, if anyone's a programmer here, you can just put in this snippet of code um, in your iPhone app and now whenever a user uploads an image, you can have um, someone check that image and make sure that the content um, fits the App Store guidelines. And this is really powerful for small time developers that actually couldn't afford an outsourcing solution to make sure that every image that gets uploaded um, meets the App Store guidelines. So you know you can actually pay a cent per image that gets moderated. And I remember we worked with Instagram in the early days when they were just sending a few images a day um, through a system and were actually checking the images themselves. And then as they exploded into higher and higher volumes, um, we had lots of people that were excited to do those um, labeling tasks for them. 
Um, another cool example is retail geofencing. So this is um, looking at uh, the points for actually red laser that got sold to eBay um, and figuring out um, where stores were. Um, and then maybe the, the, the most powerful example of this was actually in the, um, after the earthquake in Haiti, um, there were uh, people on the ground that needed to translate lots of text messages written in Creole into English. Um, and so we actually had a network of people that um, spoke Creole, and some of them were actually used to um, do this translation in real time to translate messages that were things like, you know, I'm trapped under a building, or, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going into labor. Um, and, and this actually happened in real time, so the aid workers that mostly spoke English could get this information right away and go to wherever um, they were needed. Um, another super cool application that, that's actually a growing application for us is medical research. Um, so this is a, a woman who, a Harvard uh, professor who wanted to tag um, cells and images, and it was actually tagging, so these are like, I think like nuclei of cells, those red dots, um, those bright red dots, and so, um, so scientists have been using us to, instead of having grad students um, do this kind of tagging, they use our workforce um, to tag cells and tag um, neurons and other things that, that actually um, furthers research. Um, we've been working with the, the NIH to structure uh, drug descriptions and figure out kind of what descriptions of drugs and side effects are actually understandable to, to real human beings. Um, and so, um, you know, I'm always excited to see what um, new things people do with our system. Um, anyone can log in, anyone can start to create jobs, and I think, you know, this kind of audience that's really interested in virtual um, workforces will really find this uh, an exciting and useful tool. Thank you.